Hello and welcome to episode five of the Love in Movies podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Monica. And uh, I guess we'll briefly go over what the podcast is about since we haven't done that since the first episode. Um, so we started this podcast uh, to record our story for our family and our friends and most importantly for our son so he can hear us tell our story in our own words. Uh, and so we can also introduce him to the movies that we loved Um as our relationship progressed and so you know other people can hear about the movies we loved as well love you flynn (laughs) so we uh last episode we were talking about um our getting married and going on our honeymoon um so when we came back from our honeymoon it was not long after that right like very very maybe a month after after we got back that they came to me at my job i was doing audiovisual stuff sound and you know, video stuff at a hotel. And they came to me and said that they were downsizing. Um, and it was basically, you know, we found a position for you, uh, in another state. So you can either take that or we're going to have to lay you off. Um, and the position was in Florida. So we talked about it and we kind of went, well, we just had our honeymoon in Florida. And we loved it. So we loved it. Florida was so nice It'll and we just, fine. we just love Florida. Um, and you know, so we, <laughs> Oh, yeah. young and naive. Yes. Young and naive. So we, we began the, the journey of trying to, you know, get ourselves set up to move down there. Um, and you know, the apartment that we'd found in Vermont, we found it through, People um, that we a knew. family friend or an acquaintance of my parents. They said, Oh, we've, we've got a place, you know? So we went and moved in there. So we'd never really, apartment hunted before right right so we i don't remember how we i guess well, we were did we, we just do the internet. internet searches yeah, it was like apartment.com or rent.com yeah. or something yeah we were just doing apartment searches and, and looking, looking at the different apartments in fort myers right and we had never been to fort myers didn't know what, had, what to expect what it was like no idea what the area was like no idea if there was you know skeevy parts of town nice parts we had no idea Mm-mm. so we just started looking at the pictures basically we you know let's look at the pictures of the apartments and let's see what they look like and what does the outside look like and just looking through and of course these pictures are what they present to you mm-hmm. you know everything's but, uh, gonna look nicer than what it actually is right so young and naive again but Luckily, we did okay. Mm-hmm. I'd say we like did. we wound up in a very good part of town. Yeah, really nice. Kind and of set back from like in a really nice neighborhood. Really. Yeah, it was like th- that was totally lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we packed everything up, um, and I remember it was April when we were moving, and, and we were packing up the moving truck <laughs> on during a snowstorm in. April, where it dumped like 18 inches of snow in 48 it hours. Was deep. Yeah, it was crazy. We had so much snow, I'm and then we, sure we you know, picture somewhere of us sweeping the snow off the top of the car, and it was literally yeah, and like it's, two feet deep. It, yeah, and it's a it's a foot and a half deep, a full foot and a half deep on top of the car. Mm-hmm. So we got in our little Geo Prism <laughs> and our. And the U-Haul. Dodge Stratus, right? Didn't you have the Dodge? No, yeah, you had the Dodge was. then. It was that piece yep. of junk. Dodge <laughs> that Stratus. We, Why? That after we got down to Florida, we had to uh, 
at, a, at stoplights, we used to have to put it in neutral and rev the engine or it would stall. Mm-hmm. So it's, it was an automatic. So you'd sit there in neutral and rev the engine and then the light would turn green and you'd have to pop it into drive and go. So and it would like stall. Heck it would go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a great car. So we get down to Florida, we drive down there and we pull up to this apartment and it and it's nice it's actually nice really like nice. oh this is great mm-hmm. and then we walk in and this is a one-bedroom apartment I you think, know we we're moving from it? a two-bedroom Georgian apartment to a one-bedroom yeah georgian bay. bay that's yeah. right that's what it was and i remember walking in the door and the first thing we said when we walked in there oh my god it's you so remember? small yeah we we're, we're like, never gonna fit our couch in here <laughs> there's no way we can get our furniture in this place and we did luckily it of was a little course. crowded but everything got in there our perception of spatial awareness is not, yeah, not we have great. no spatial awareness not at all great. so but yeah we got all our stuff in there and we survived that trip and started you know and i started my job down there it was the same job i had been working in Vermont, it was, but I was, I moved to, I was the assistant director, which, you know, sounds very special, Ooh, but it was a whole dog. lot of nothing. And, <laughs> bump uh, and pay. Yeah, I got a bump and pay, which allowed us to, to live in a, a nicer apartment. The apartment was almost double the price of what we were paying in Vermont. <laughs> yeah, so but we it was able, also probably a lot nicer in comparison. Well, the, the floor wasn't shaped like a V. Yeah. So that was, And we didn't have to pay $1,000 for gas for heating every month either. That's right. Yeah. We had air conditioning. Yeah. And, and anytime we got more than two people in the apartment, the air conditioner would freeze up. Yeah. Because it couldn't keep it like, cool enough. literally would freeze up people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'd have to go outside ice. and... There was and ice on it melt outside. Melt ice out with a hair dryer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was good times but but yeah and so i would go to work and i would i it was fort myers was where we lived and then i worked on captiva island so i would have to drive out to the coast and then go over the bridge to sanibel island drive all the way to the north tip of sanibel cross the next bridge and go all the way to the north tip of captiva island to like, south seas it resort was basically as far as you could possibly go on those islands yeah, it was at the end of the island. You couldn't go any further. Mm-hmm. There were no more bridges after that. So, and that was like an hour, hour and fifteen minute drive to work every day, which was a pain in the butt. Um, and the one thing that I've always told Monica after working on Captiva Island for seven years when we were down there, mm-hmm. I can go the rest of my life <laughs> without ever hearing another Jimmy Buffett song <laughs> ever. It, I, I just. I want to run away anytime I hear that stuff playing. So anyway, hour and 15 minutes out. And then it was in season two to two and a half hours coming off the island. Well, so much traffic and tiny little one way, like one lane roads. Right. Because when you're out there, you're on island time. You're not on regular time. Everybody's going 20 miles an hour. People are on vacation. They're not in a hurry to get anywhere. Right. And they don't care that you are at all. And that was the great thing too. I remember speeding one time when it was, you know, I was trying to get home after, you know, working a whole day out there. I'm trying to get home. Going over the the bridge or? A police officer pulled me over just as I got over onto Sanibel Island and, uh, you know, license and registration. And I handed him my license and he goes, oh, oh, you're from here. You can go. And so I just kept driving, you know, didn't give me a warning, nothing. Just, oh, oh, you're from here. I'm sorry. You can go ahead. (laughs) Just, I know you're trying to get home. Just go. So you also rescued a lot of turtles on those islands. Yeah. I have to stop stop all the time and 
pick one up yeah. and put it on the side and yep yeah. and they were snapping turtles they didn't appreciate it at all but you know yeah whatever they they'd like try to get your hands off of them the whole time you were trying to put them on the side of like, get off me but but yeah so but during that whole time that i was you know for the, a little while while we worked there you weren't working yeah it was about a month that we were there before i found my job um, and I was bored out of my mind. <laughs> I drove around a little, kind of got the lay of the land a little bit. Um, but for the most part, I would cook breakfast. I would cook lunch. I would cook dinner. And I'm not talking about just your basic stuff. I mean, three-course dinners. I mean, desserts every night. Um, yep. You know, just fancy things. I broke out all the cookbooks I tried all the recipes i was so bored and we also <laughs> gained so uh, much weight so much weight oh my god, god. I, I was so fat and it's so funny because we were both pretty skinny i mean i was 165 170 when you we moved were to florida like a 30 32 waist maybe 30. 30 yeah it was a 30 waist and for i sure. was a zero Mm -hmm. which I can't even believe anymore. Um, that would be like one of my thighs right now, probably. And then after two months of Monica's cooking, yeah, one month, <laughs> I was really. over 200. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was probably 160, 170. I don't know. I, no, you weren't that yeah. big. No, it wasn't yeah. that much, but it was, it was, it was a lot. A lot. We yeah. Were in a, Whatever in it was, a it was a lot. Time we kind of yeah. We screwed the pooch. Sorry, guys, but we did. And, and so every weekend when we first got out there, we we would drive down um, forty one, which is one of the main roads there. And there was and a we bank. would swing. <laughs> yep. And yeah, oh, there was that. But yeah. I was I was gonna the, the other thing first. We would go down and go shopping, and there was a Burlington Coat Factory in one place, and then we would go into this little. Oh. Oh, pet store and we started going in we and just we wanted saw to this look at the puppies just, we just gonna, we were just looking yeah, we're you know just gonna go because they were so cute them. we weren't They're gonna so get cute. a puppy no we don't I mean have why would money. we get a puppy we yeah. don't have the time to take care of it right so we went in there and then we see this little i'm Schnauzer pretty sure puppy. it was the first time we went into yeah there's this little tiny schnauzer puppy. She was just so tiny and she had some brothers and sisters there too from the same litter salt and pepper and um we would put her down and play with her and, you know, oh, we can't do this, you know, and then we'd put her back and we'd go. And then the next weekend we came back and we did this for probably two or three weekends. Yeah, every weekend. And she was still there. We would come back and yeah. we'd and find then her. We just kept going back. And then we came back one time mm -hmm. and we were looking for her and we couldn't find her. And then we look over and there's this guy playing with that's her. holding her and playing with her. And we were like, oh, hell no. Yeah, you, we were instantly looking at each other like, your, uh, uh You get your hands off of our dog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the so, second he put her back in the bin, we went and scooped her up. And we asked the next person we saw, do you take payments? <laughs> yeah. Can we do a payment plan? And we brought home, um, we went, we paid, she was $700, I remember. Yeah. It was, and that was for us at that time was, that was so much so money. so much money. I, I swear it took us like six months to pay it off. <clears throat> yeah. So they let us do that and we got to take her home. And I remember she wouldn't go from the carpet to the tile. She was, she too, was scared. too scared. Uh, but, but she had these fluffy little paws that just sort of yeah. lifted and, and patted, you know, like, do, do, do. I can't even describe yeah. it, but it was so cute the way she walked. Yeah. 
and her, her fur was so shiny and so black yeah, and she was she oh, was the best dog just she's so no longer with us now but she she was for 12 years Our right 13 first years little baby yeah she was mm-hmm. she was an amazing dog but yeah. then so we had we went down we um, named her gracie the, may yeah. because we got her in may right yeah. that's right yep. yep and we would drive down the road and we, we needed a bank you know, when we got down there to deposit our checks in and all or my checks in and all that kind of stuff. So we stopped into one of the banks at, at one of the shopping centers that we always went to when we were opening up an account. They asked and, me uh, like, what, you know, both of us, what's your occupation? And I put, well, right. I'm kind of looking right now. And they're like, oh, want to work here? <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. It just it was serendipity, mm-hmm. you know. So we're hiring. Yeah. So I remember that you filled out your application while we were there doing our getting our, our checking, checking account, account. Yeah. and then they called you back like the next day i remember her her name was yvette mm-hmm. and she was so sweet and she was she was one of our good friends for a long time down there yeah she was eventually she and her daughters moved to miami and mm-hmm. we kind of lost contact but she was she was great yeah she was i miss her she, was she the one that helped us with the car no no that okay was, that was someone else yeah. yeah, so we had this late. We were having trouble getting approved for a car loan, and this lady that Monica worked with came with us and chewed them out. And I don't remember like sh- they just would not work with us. And she came and she was like pretending to be our lawyer or something, I don't and know. just chewed them out. And then like they gave us the car for this great deal, and yeah, <laughs> it was she really perfect. So us out. yeah, she went to bat for us. So and and at that time we would we would go to the movies like. Every single weekend. Every single weekend, because there was nothing. We else didn't have that anything we, else to do. Hey, no responsibilities, you know. Gotta, Young and gotta love that. Just newly married what, and. Yeah, and it was when I was being the assistant director, I didn't have to work many weekends out on the island, which was kind of nice. I, I ended up having to later in the job, but it, at the start, I didn't have many weekend days that I would work out there. So we would, we would go shopping every weekend and go to the movies every weekend. We saw, like. Every movie that I came mean, to the theater, we ba- saw it. Basically, yeah. Yeah, so there was th- that time from when we worked in the video store all the way through to when we got married. And, you know, for a few years after we got married, we, we know from, the, from 1998 to like 2005 or 2006, we know basically every movie there is. Yeah. We saw them all. Yeah. But, yeah, we That was kind we of would our go, big we were, hobby at that time. Yeah. Yeah, and we would go to the theater down. At, um, I don't remember what it was it called. Was the it was Bell Tower Shop. Bell Tower. Yeah, it was like the Bell Tower Cinema or whatever it was. We would go there all the time, and then they opened up a new one um, at the Gulf Coast Town Center, which was way better. And then there was one at Coconut Point, which was really Coconut nice. Coconut Point, too. which was really nice too. Yeah. A little bit further to drive, but you know, yeah. whatever. What, so again, hit, what else did we have to do? Right. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And we we had this ritual when we would go to the movies. Yes. Oh, yeah. The previews. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? I do. Yep. Um, when the previews came on, we would sit through the whole thing. And then right at the end of the preview, we'd lean into each other and we'd either say movie, like theater or video or video. theater. Yeah. And it was kind of like a little game for us to see, like, would we agree? If we would say the same thing. Like, if we'd want to go see that in the theater, would we want to wait until it came out on vhs dvd whatever it was back then um yeah so after every every preview we'd lean over to each other and video yeah theater theater 
for sure. Yeah, definitely theater. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we gotta come see that in the theater. No, we'll wait for video on that one. We and it was every single and we just see if we could do it at the same time. You know, if we would both, it was like our thumbs up, thumbs down thing. If we agree, if we if we agreed is on this movie and, theater worthy. And the funny thing is, it was very rare that we were like, I don't want to see that movie at all. Yeah. It was either going to be in the theater or we were going to rent it on video right. because we we saw everything <laughs> that came out. It didn't matter. There was no now. We won't see that. Yeah. It was theater or video. Right. Um, but we uh, we're going to transition to talk about a movie now that we think is highly underrated extremely underrated okay so if if you're looking at the titles when you're downloading the episodes you probably know what we're going to talk about but the movie is Josie and the Pussycats and there's probably a bunch of people out there that just went uh yeah like or I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, what? I'm pretty yeah. sure if we pulled like 10 or 20 of our friends, like 90% wouldn't even know what we're talking about. What the about. movie is or what it's about, yeah. yeah. Well, Josie and the Pussycats, um, if you're from our era, uh, you know, was based on a comic book, a spinoff from the Archie comics. Right. Um, which which is now coming back yeah, because they've got a, a show on show. right now. Uh, yeah. I, I which is totally like different than the comics. Probably but not yeah. going to last. I'm, I hate to say it, but probably. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Most Archie purists aren't going to like it. Right. Archie purists. <laughs> Sorry. It's what we are. Um, but Josie featured, of course, you know, Josie and her band. Um, there were Alexandra and Alexander Cabot. Right. And just, you know, all the colorful characters from Riverdale. <laughs> Right. What was the what was the guy's name? What do you remember? Her like, like the one that was infatuated with Josie. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Hold on. It'll it'll I'll get it. Wait one second. <laughs> Must think. So anyway, while you're thinking, um, the uh, the movie itself is kind of interesting because they marketed the movie when it came out. The preview showed it as this poppy teen movie. That Eric. was like, yeah. It was Alan M. Alan M. That's right. Yeah. Alan M. So trendy. So <laughs> they they marketed this movie as this teen movie, like for the people who liked boy bands and the people who were into the Shopping. Britney Spears. And, you know, it was very highly marketed and made to look like it was a movie for these people. Mm-hmm. And then the movie itself did nothing but make fun of those people. It was basically mocking them. It was very tongue in cheek. You know, it was it was very smart, very sassy and right. it was kind of making fun of the whole society where we're very easily manipulated. Right. It the whole movie, the whole movie was a subliminal message yeah when and and it's when you look back we i didn't notice it like really when we were first watching it in the theater but um when you go back and watch it after you do notice they wear certain colors they drink certain drinks there's um stores advertised in the background you know like like the the du jour group their whole plane is tattooed with target stickers and right you know so the whole movie is one giant subliminal message and that's kind of what they poke fun at is that right and then the, the plot of the movie has so, to do with that too yeah exactly like they're they're planting subliminal messages into rock band music 
trying and, to, to get these yeah. kids to these suggestible kids to buy whatever the powers that be think is the next big thing. Right. Orange is the new pink. <sighs> these pumas are jerking. These pumas are jerking. Yeah, they were trying to, you know, the new the new word is jerking. That's that mean that means cool. It's and there was like this underground layer of all these people who were coming up with what the next fad would be and then they'd work that into the music so that the next time somebody bought the new du jour album which was the boy band they would listen to the album and then they'd throw away their old nikes and go buy pumas because pumas are the new nikes and you know and and then they'd buy the next album and it'd be like oh these pumas are terrible i gotta go get my adidas and like you know and it was just all about how these artists were selling this stuff yeah yeah and and it was so underrated and so hilarious, but you have to go into it with the mindset that the whole movie is meant to be cheesy. Right. It's that's the point. Mocking the whole. Right. It's it's mocking the whole thing. system and it's making fun of the whole thing. And if you go into it not if you go into it thinking it's going to be a serious movie, you're going to hate it because it's not, and it no. pokes fun at everything that those movies and those artists and all that kind of stuff were doing at that time. Um, but the soundtrack is great too. They have kind of this great girl pop punk thing happening um and i know that the girls that were in it um did a lot of the singing i mean rosario dawson can sing like crazy right and, and it was um tara reed and rachel lee cook played josie josie right and they can all sing so they sang and then they blended all the singing parts with um biff uh, naked uh, biff naked it was and it was she was real big then she had this some great songs like pop punk kind of you know songs that were just amazing like back then rocker chick like girl power kind of that kicks right. some serious butt kind of yeah. yeah and and she she was awesome and she kind of recorded the lyrics and then they blended them with the other girls voices so it sounded you know like the one person singing but they were kind of had everybody's voices in there and it was it was just awesome but it was so much fun and so funny seriously really 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 good all yeah. of the songs are great backdoor lover the du jour boys <laughs> Yeah. Such a hilarious song. You only All their get song, like kind of a clip, but it's it's innuendo, innuendo. Yeah. It, well, <laughs> on the album, you get the whole song. Like they do a whole song of it on the album mm-hmm. of the Dejure song, and it's total. Every line is innuendo. Every single line is innuendo. And but when so you see clever. the guys, so clever. The guys who were in the band, it was Seth Green. Um, Oh God! Gotta think of names. Now. I can't think of I can't think of, her, can't think of his was, name um, right now. But he was in Scrubs. And, um, Turkleton. Turkleton. <laughs> Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know all those guys that were in it were the big. They I were. About that. They were big in the late '90s, early yeah. 2000s, and all of those teen movies, and they were all in there, and they were fantastic yeah. and hilarious. And it, you have to see it if you haven't seen it. Go see it and go into it thinking about it that it's going to be a farce. The whole movie is a farce and it's picking on itself. And if you go into it like that and knowing it's going to be cheesy, you're going to absolutely love it because it's awesome. But really very fun movie. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's extremely fun and give it a chance. If you're if you saw the preview and you're like, "Oh, that's going to be so lame. It's for teeny bopper kids." It really isn't. It's picking on them the entire time through the whole movie. But for me, one of the things I love so much about it is that it's such a quotable movie. There's still so many times in our lives where we are talking about something and we'll just throw a line from that movie out there because it fits the situation. Right. It is. It's a very quotable movie. It's really good. I mean, like what is some of your favorite? 
Well, Alan Cumming and Parker Posey. They're these yeah. hilarious characters, and they knew each other in school. When well, don't don't give it away. You don't want me you to. You might give away too much. Oh. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's great, but it doesn't. It kind of it's the big reveal at the end. <laughs> That's very true. I mean, you know, it's coming, but um, yeah. yeah, there's just there's so many great like kind of one-liners in there, and they even poke fun at the comic because like Alexander yeah. says to Alexandra, "I don't even know why you're here," and she's like. I'm here because I was in the comic book. And she just deadpans it. Right. And he's like, what? what? She's like, never mind. Never, you know, and yeah. they just play it off. And they, they have a couple of like fourth wall breaking moments like that in the movie. And they're, it's it's great. You got to give it a chance. If you haven't watched it, give it a chance and go into it with an open mind. And I think you'll really, really like it. Yep. So that's going to do it for this time. Um, so we will uh, we will see everybody next time. Bye.